Welcome to Daily Shots, your daily dose of the Word of God from the Verbum Dei Catholic Missionary Family. So drink deep, my friend, drink deep from the abundance of this rain that's sweeter than the finest wine. So drink deep, my friend, drink deep an ocean of love that falls in every drop. Good morning, this is Miguel Reyes talking from Belize. Today's Gospel reading is taken from John chapter 1, verses 45 to 51. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law, and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. But Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. And Jesus saw Nathanael coming towards him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him and said to him, do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, Amen, I say to you. You will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. In this passage, we hear the story of how Nathaniel, who is later known as St. Bartholomew, decided to follow Jesus and become one of the twelve apostles. It is rather interesting to note the first words that Nathaniel says here, that nothing good can come from Nazareth, as it clearly shows that there was some deep animosity he held towards Nazareth. However, upon Philip's invitation, Nathaniel interacts with Jesus, throws away the misconceptions that he may have held of Nazareth, and recognizes Jesus as the Son of God, the Messiah. I understand that as a Jew, as a fervent believer in God, Nathaniel was someone who was of great faith, that he believed in what the prophet said and knew that the Messiah would come and bring salvation to all. In life, we must be the same, strong believers in the word of God. We cannot let ourselves be distracted from what God is telling us to do or doubting him or our faith. We have to be like Nathaniel strong in faith, focused, knowing what he is looking for. I feel that Nathaniel's passion is exemplified beautifully here, simply by his first words where he criticizes Nazareth as a place where nothing good can come from. Upon reading over this passage various times, this line reflects to me the passion that he held for his beliefs and it would not apply not only to his dislike of Nazareth, but to every other part of his life. As Jesus says, he is a true child of Israel. So that tells us that like all other Jews, he is waiting for the coming of the Messiah. 
Then, when he meets Jesus, he does not let himself be distracted by what the teachers of the law or any other person said about how the Messiah would be like. All those ways that they had idealized the coming of the Messiah did not phase through the Nathaniel. He was someone who believed and was focused on what he believed in. So when the time came and he met Jesus, he was immediately able to identify that Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus might not come to us in the way and form that we expect him to, but if we keep an open mind and a strong faith, then when we do come before him, we might be able to recognize him. Another core that struck me is the way that Philip approaches Nathaniel to talk about him, about Jesus, just casually over a conversation, talking about how he had discovered the good news. And that was enough to grab Nathaniel's attention and bring him to Jesus. The casual manner in which Philip approaches Nathaniel is a form of evangelization that I feel many of us can relate to or are appreciative of. As Christians, our mission on earth is to go forth, to spread the good news. That means to evangelize all of humankind. Honestly, it can be one of the more daunting tasks we are asked to complete, as some of us might feel as we are unprepared or do not have the knowledge to properly evangelize. While it is true that having knowledge of our own faith is essential, because there are a lot of things that we may be questioned about that we cannot have an answer to, as it is not something that we hear about in church in such a direct manner, Philip here shows us how simple it can be to evangelize. Our simple day-to-day -day interactions with others have a greater impact than we can imagine. This reminds me of about 10 years ago, when I was freshly out of high school. I was part of this group that held retreats twice a year. And on one of those occasions, I was asked to be a group leader in one of those retreats. A week before the retreat, one of my friends was making plans to hang out, but I had to refuse because it was the weekend I would be on retreat. She then proceeded to ask me more about the retreat. What do we do? What was the theme? And many other questions. By the end of that conversation, she was convinced that she wanted to join and we ended up going to the retreat together. That weekend, she opened up to everyone there and felt loved. And I can't say because I don't know if she found Jesus, but by the end of that retreat, I'm sure that she found comfort, that she found relief and good people who would be able to support her, who would be there for her. We do not need to have great knowledge to share God's love and to announce the good news. All we need is to be open to his words and to allow ourselves to be his, this conduit through which others can experience his love. For a moment of self-reflection, let us ask ourselves, who are the people in your life that invite you to encounter Jesus? And are you trying to be that conduit of God's love for others? Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, a world without end. Amen.